0: Welcome to the Fit for Life podcast, the show where we learn a bit more about being happy in the body we have, taking it one day at a time, one step at a time. I'm James, and this is Fit for Life. Episode 23 Holiday Rest and Recovery. Welcome back. Today, we're discussing how to rest, reset, and get a little more out of our sleep. Now, I've done a post on sleep before, and I did it fairly recently, but with the holidays upon us, there's a chance that our normal routines will be disrupted more than usual. I figured now's the time of year when we should be able to relax the most. Sadly, that often doesn't seem to be the case. It's very easy to get wrapped up in everything that's going on. Traveling to visit family, family traveling to visit you, large family meals, shopping, deep cleaning the house, work parties, seeing friends, having people over, and all the other things that will impact your ability to sit back and take a deep breath. You might also notice this list looks pretty familiar to the stresses I mentioned previously in the other holiday episodes. So let's talk about setting yourself up to relax and give yourself a chance to head into the new year with your batteries a bit more charged. How do you do that? I can't stop any family drama for you, and I can't clean your house or buy your groceries so my hands are a bit tied. But let's start where we can. Preparing to get a good night's sleep. Set yourself to crawl into bed and let the sugar plums do their thing. I actually have no idea what a sugar plum is. Figure out when you need to be up in the morning. Subtract nine hours. Aim to be in bed by that time. Easier said than done, I know, but a lot of this isn't rocket science, it's just things we don't wanna do. As the year ends here, the days are shorter and the nights get longer and colder. One trick my dad uses to settle the house down is to slowly lower the lights. Maybe we had a fire going, or it simply was just turning down the lights one by one. He'd soften his voice to almost a whisper. We knew what he was doing. It was pretty obvious and we would make fun of him. I mean, we still do, but we used to, too. But the point is, it worked. For the last 30 to 60 minutes we were up, TV off, just chatting about our day. It just slowed everything down. And I think this was a great tactic to prepare for sleep. We may make fun of him for this, but it works. Another thing, what can you do before bed that'll make the morning easier? Will this reduce stress in the night? It may seem dumb, but I always feel like I'll oversleep. So I set multiple alarms and end up waking up before they go off anyways. Part of this reaction likely stems from a fear of being unprepared or possibly being late. So to help ease my fears, I would prepare everything I could the night before. Normally I do this an hour or so before gearing down for bed. Some things that can help get the coffee pot or tea kettle ready for the next day, and set a timer so it starts brewing before you even wake up. Pick out your clothes and set them aside. Have your meal ready, keys and wallet, in an easy and consistent place to find. All of these things create structure in my morning, and that reduces my stress at night. I'm not worried about whether I'll be able to find my keys, I know where they are. I'm not worried that I didn't start the coffee on time, it'll finish brewing before I wake up. If your normal routine will be majorly disrupted by travel or family visiting, set boundaries for when you need to head to bed. As a kid, I didn't understand the importance of this. Family is only visiting for a short time. I need to see them every waking moment. Now, I side more with the adults. Bedtime is bedtime. I need my beauty sleep, and when it's time for bed, I make my way towards that nice comfy pillow. And I use a lot of the tactics listed above. Regardless of where I am, I do my best to stick to the following schedule. Around 11 p.m., I begin my nightly ritual. Prepare the coffee, pull out my clothes, wallet and keys, brush my teeth, turn off lights we don't need. This all takes less than 10 minutes, and that's being pretty generous. Then I go back to hanging out with my wife until about 11.45. I shower and climb into bed to read for about 30 minutes, and then I'm gone. There's nothing left after that. I usually start falling asleep mid-page and know it's time to pass out. Your habits won't mirror mine and it took a while to create the ones I have now. Work, kids, pets, the list of things that can change or impact your daily routine goes on and on. Keep experimenting and learn what works best for you. How does this help during the holidays or while visiting family or going on vacation? The more the habit is ingrained or trained, the better it'll hold up when not in your normal home environment. Practice while you can in the comfort of your own home and be as ready as you can be. Ideally, the holidays should be a time of rest. We hope that the time off allows us to catch up on sleep, spend time with loved ones, get ahead, whatever that means, but also to just have room to breathe. If this holiday season passes and you only get a little bit of one of these things listed above, be proud of yourself. And however your holidays go, from all of us at the Fit for Life podcast, whether it be happy, merry, joyous, or exhausting, we wish you a great holiday and a happy new year. If you made it this far, thank you for taking the time to spend some of your day with me. If you enjoyed the show, a great way to show support is to simply click that subscribe button. You'll be notified every time a new episode comes out. But that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. I'm James, and this is Fit for Life.